You're listening to Bachar, a podcast celebrating creators and innovators at different stages of their entrepreneurial journey. These people started their journey on the very streets that we're on. Why don't you come take a look? Hey everyone, and welcome back to Vichar. Uh, today we're joined by Pavan Satiraju. He's currently based in Bangalore and has recently started an e-learning platform specializing in management consulting prep called Cases Over Coffee. What, what was the reason for you know these lateral shifts in, in, in experiences? Were you looking for something at McKinsey that you didn't find at New Sigma or you know, were you just trying to explore different things and then see what you liked and what you didn't like? That's an interesting point. You mentioned that lateral switches, right? Because the first switch uh, from an engineering background, when in undergrad, I was a metallurgical engineer and I moved to software engineering at uh, Accenture. And I was a software engineer at Accenture. And from Accenture, I moved to Mu Sigma and it was analytics. And from Mu Sigma to McKinsey, I moved, that was not a pure play analytics, but there was some mix of analytics and consulting, right? And then I went on to a pure play business role uh, after my MBA, right? So I've made a lot of lateral switches, like every switch has been associated with some kind of uh, a different thing coming on uh, to my already existing skill set, right? But my objective has always been, hey, when I'm trying to make a switch, do I have at least a few fundamentals which I could carry along from my prior experience or from my prior educational background, right? So for music, it was my strength in problem solving. For McKinsey, it was my strength in analytics that I've learned at Musigma, right? And for later on, when I went back to McKinsey as a pure management consultant, I already have a lot of experience at McKinsey. I know how clients work. I know how teams work. So it was easy for me to get started in every single new role that I've always got into. When you were making these switches, did you have a clear idea of what you wanted to do uh, 10 years ahead? Uh, like, were these all like planned decisions or were these opportunities that were falling your way and you decided to just capitalize on them as you went on? I, I wish I had that 10 of you, uh, to be honest, right from day one. I never had that 10 of you, but my decision-making process was always uh, pretty straightforward. That is, am I plateauing at my current uh, opportunity, at my current job? And if I'm going to take my next role, would it help me get to a better stage? Or is it helping me learn a few more things and be a better professional? That was always my decision-making criteria. And every two years, I used to take that call. Hey, I used to, I, I definitely recommend that, hey, in your first job, in your second job, whenever you are, Getting, getting into an organization and deciding whether I want to make a switch versus not, I would highly recommend give it at least two years, right? You need to spend two years at an organization to understand the values, understand the culture, make sure you are comfortable and see that, hey, I'm learning something versus not. So after two years, then you go on and understand, and then have that self-debate and just introspect and say that, hey, am I learning anything versus not? And then take the step forward into what are the other opportunities that are available which can help me learn further. There's a lot of debate these days about the value of an MBA. And, and this is something you cover in a lot of your LinkedIn posts as well. Do you, 
I mean, do you see a difference um, in that in, in the value, uh, you know, now as compared to maybe 15 years ago when when the MBA was a very prestigious degree? I mean, do you think there's been a change in that mindset? There has been a change in the mindset, but if you ask me what I believe, I believe that if you are going and doing an MBA versus master's versus whatever you decide to do, doesn't matter, but you have to do it in the best possible institution and you have to give it your 100%, right? If you are getting in with that kind of attitude or with that philosophy, I would say MBA would still be a great addition to your profile any day. If you could go back and, you know, if you could do things maybe slightly differently and, you know, and even, you know, in your case, advise people like me in college right now, what are things we could do to, you know, start improving these skills, these soft skills at a, at a much earlier stage? At McKinsey, right? Uh, or any other management consulting firm or at uh, your B school or any other school that you go to, you will notice that after, at least from retrospect, what I notice is that like after five years, it's been five years I graduated from INSEAD right now. And after five years, I see that, hey, most of my conversations with my friends right now from INSEAD or my friends that I have from McKinsey, right, all these conversations are very personal, right? And only with the folks that I have made an effort to connect then, I'm able to have good conversations now, right? So I would highly, highly encourage you and anybody like you who is just getting started into their professional careers, right? Spend that time, spend that time with your colleagues or classmates or people from your work or outside. Uh, even if you are just interacting in a professional setup, just make sure that you make them feel comfortable around you. Right? Talking about business also open up yourself a bit, a little bit more so that you get to connect and you get to basically maintain that relationship for a longer time, right? not just in that work context. But it helps you a lot as an entrepreneur right now. I go back and I connect with a lot of my McKinsey friends and a lot of my INSEAD friends. And I'm able to do it only with the folks who I've spent that personal time with them. So when did you decide that, hey, like at some point, uh, I'm going to probably leave McKinsey and start something of my own? Yes. So as I mentioned, uh, after INSEAD, uh, I always used to give two years to myself in any job. So after INSEAD, uh, I spent two years at McKinsey and then I started thinking that, hey, it's been two years. It's the time for me to go back and introspect and see if there's something different that I wanted to do. At that point in time, I said, now personally, for me, this is the right time for me to get into entrepreneurial space if I ever wanted to get into it. So why not give it a shot right now? So I took, I spent two years at McKinsey after my MBA and that's when I was deciding different things and then I decided to make that plunge into the entrepreneurial space. But was it, you know, was that transition tough? I mean, you know, as, as someone uh, working at a, you know, such a reputable company like McKinsey, how, how did you decide to, you know, go out there and say that, hey, like, how did you tell your peers and your, and your bosses, for example, that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving and, and how, what would your advice be to someone in a corporate job looking to, you know, venture out and start something of their own? How, what is the best way to do that? Yes. So there is, uh, yes, a lot of people talk about it, right. In terms of leaving corporate and getting into startups is 
difficult or starting by yourself is something even more difficult one because uh, you are uh, mentally wired to let's say wake up at uh, 6 a.m get ready and like go to the office like take orders from your boss and like do some stuff or give orders to some of your subordinates and then get started with your day and come back at uh, 8 9 whenever your day ends and like get started the next day again right so you have a, a particular routine now when you start up there is no routine right? nobody is like telling you that hey pavan you need to be in the office by 9 am right nobody is telling you that and that used to bother me a lot i used to wake up and say that hey now i'm not going to work i don't know what i should do yes i i literally know that hey this is the broad picture with which i need to get started with but I, there is at mckinsey or at any other place there's a huge support system right that's the there is your manager there is a partner there is a director who are giving you validations on hey what you are doing is right versus wrong versus there are a few other alternatives but when you start up literally there is no such kind of support structure around you right so if you start alone so that psychological like change that how you shift from a corporate mindset to a startup mindset it takes a lot of effort you know i i gave a very brief um introduction on on what cases over coffee is but for our listeners why don't you go ahead and you know uh give us a more detailed background on what cases over coffee is for you and and what your vision was when you when you first started what we do at cases over coffee is three things one so this is essentially a peer to peer learning platform for management consulting enthusiasts right both current students undergrad students and also business school students or master students and also professionals right uh, anybody who is interested on in getting into management consulting industry uh, is something which we uh, get on to our platform and help them connect with other folks who are also interested in a similar career trajectory right now once uh, you or once any other enthusiast is on the platform what we do is that we as cases over coffee platform we release case interview statements right case interview questions that you typically face in any uh, mckinsey bcg bain or other management consulting interviews right so we release these case statements on a monday morning and say that hey shashank now you have a case partner that is pavan who is also equally excited just like you to get into management consulting so why don't you go ahead and solve this case together right and next probably this week one of you is playing the role of an interviewer and one of the role is playing uh, one of you is going to play the role of the candidate next week you switch the roles will give you a new case right and after two weeks what we do is hey we say that hey shashank and pavan now that you already have solved two cases together why don't you go and solve cases with others on the platform right so we basically keep changing partners once every two weeks essentially by the end of each year that you are with cases for coffee you get to meet 26 plus professionals who are also interested in management consulting right and what it does is one of the questions that you asked earlier was hey how do i go and network with folks right so this is one of the platforms where we believe that if shashank is interested in a particular career field like management consulting it's very hard for you to probably go outside of your university outside of your work 
and interact with 25 different professionals, right? Uh, where you get to spend almost an hour with them every single week. So that is a meaningful connection, definitely, right? So that is something what you would get. So one, just, uh, just going back, one is you get to solve a different case, a new case every week. And two, you get to make 25 plus professional connections every single year outside of your university or your job location. And number three, we have just based on our prior experiences and our passion for like bringing people from different backgrounds together. Every single week, we have a virtual uh, session, an industry insight session where we bring in our friends from INSEAD, our ex-McKinsey colleagues, ex-consulting uh, colleagues, and we bring a lot of these guys from like Portugal, Singapore, Australia, you name a country, we have them. And these guys come and talk about the work style, working life, uh, a lot of things specific to that particular country. Right? and how management consulting industry as such is in this particular country. How do you, you know, generate revenue then, you know, as a business? Uh, is, this, is this something where you're looking to achieve scale before you can start, you know, seeing those margins improve? Or So our revenue model is, uh, the way we look at revenues is simple. So one is that whatever we launch, I mean, we can launch, five other products tomorrow we don't know it could very well be launched five other products tomorrow right but the philosophy with which we are working is if we are going to add some value to a particular student or a professional out there who is coming to us and buying a product from us we need to probably charge them x and give them the value phi x right that's our philosophy so right now when we look at the model if the best case scenario is some if somebody is charging x the value that probably a student or a professional or the customer is getting is, and in the best case scenario, it's 2x, right? Or x to x. But our philosophy is right now, x price and 10x value or 5x minimum value, right? That's the philosophy with which we are going in. And we are open to like launching multiple products, getting into different spaces where uh, students could get benefit. But this is the uh, pricing or the revenue philosophy that we are following. And uh, yeah, that's that's the essence of it. You know, just to finish off, uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time, Pavan, but what are three key things you would, uh, you know, recommend as an entrepreneur for people to do uh, when venturing out and starting something of their own? Yes. So the three things from my side would be, one, keep it extremely customer centric right uh, understand the pain points of your customer that's what we did for two years that helped our launch in a big way uh, keep your organization completely customer centric don't worry about the number of features and the number of things that you're launching it's just about hey am i solving a particular problem and is uh, is there a market need for that particular problem that that's number one that is as simple as it could get but we easily tend to forget that in the grand scheme of things, right? Uh, that's one. Number two is the importance of networking. I just can't say, stress that enough, but your network is your strength, right? Uh, and that is even more true in the current uh, real world out there where it's extremely difficult for you to start something uh, if you do not have that network, right? That's number two. And number three is hey, you 
get ready to work for 24 hours but you want to be in this space so you need to enjoy every single minute it's never stress uh, you still work 24 hours but i never feel it as a activity where i'm getting stressed so that's that's the philosophy with which you need to work perfect thank you so much pavan thank you for making the time uh, again really really appreciate uh, you coming on the show and uh, you know providing all of us uh, with so many useful insights um you know i i could not stress enough uh, uh, you know the value that your product is going to be adding and uh, i'm sure uh, that you know we'll see cases over coffee at a much bigger stage in the future as well so really looking forward to it thank you thanks shashank and uh, i i believe this is a great platform for a lot of students and young professionals to learn from so absolutely uh, really encourage you and also your team what you're doing like continue to keep doing the good work and uh, good luck great thank you thank you baba thank you and uh, that's all for now guys uh, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you at the next episode see ya bye